Have you been wanting to start a podcast for a while now, but something's holding you back? Maybe it's fear of putting yourself out there or confusion about the technology. I'm Sarah Mikatel, and on Podcasting Step by Step, I'll break down how to podcast with a little loving motivation to give you the skills and the confidence you need to finally launch that show of your dreams. Let's get started. On the last episode, I spoke with Idel Erickson, producer of the Girl Talk podcast for the Girl Scouts, and we talked about the mission of the show and about the role that a podcast producer plays. And Idel mentioned that she and her colleagues and guests usually record their episodes in person. Today, Idel explains the setup that she creates in her basement to capture studio-like sound for her podcast. And this information is incredibly valuable because most people who do in-person recording they just don't get very good sound quality. I hear a lot of audio bleed on these shows, a lot of reverb. They're just not able to catch that studio sound that they're looking for. But I've never had this problem with Idell's show. Of course, recording in person might not always be possible. Your guest could be a thousand miles away, or maybe the entire globe is on lockdown due to a pandemic. But one day when you do record an episode in person, you're going to be very happy to have this knowledge. Idell and I recorded this remotely using Squadcast, which is how I usually record my interviews these days, my remote interviews. And if you would like to support this show, you can do so by testing out Squadcast via my affiliate link. Go to sarahmigatel.com slash Squadcast to check it out. Let me give you this remote record warning though, or not even remote record warning recording warning in general. Don't record using wireless headphones with a mic as your microphone. I dealt with this and it caused all sorts of weird audio drift, which required me to manually cut up our interview so that I could move what I said closer to where what she said. Adele doesn't usually use a mic that plugs into her computer. So she just threw on these wireless headphones and neither of us were just thinking enough. We should, we both realized later, ah, she shouldn't have done that. Um, we know better anyway. Now this serves as a good lesson. So it all worked out because now we can warn you, don't record using wireless uh, headphones and a wireless mic. Don't do it. It ended up sounding okay, but Idel was like, oh, I'm just talking about how much I like pristine audio quality and this isn't where I wanted it to be, but it's good enough, a good enough recording. So anyway, let's jump back into my conversation with Idel. And I know that you record in your basement. You guys typically like to do your recordings in person, mm -hmm. like your basement at your house. So tell me yes. a little bit about your recording setup. Yeah. So um, I'm a little bit obsessed with having really good sound. That was something right off the bat that I knew, you know, I had read all these articles that were like, it doesn't matter. You got to just, you got to just get your stuff out there and buy a cheap lav mic that plugs into your computer and just like get started. But I knew that when I hear a podcast that has bad sound, I do not give it the time of day. Like I, right. There's too many options out there. There's too many options. And I grew up listening to public radio and like, you know, like I said before, I like, I listen to this American life and fresh air and like, you know, they're recording in professional studios and they sound really good. So I had really high standards for myself. And I was like, if this doesn't sound good, Nobody's going to listen to our awesome content that I know is going to be excellent. So it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we made a lot of like 
I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning and had to learn a lot. We started recording in a small conference room at, at my office where I would like set up chairs in the hallway with signs on them that said, don't walk down this hallway. We're recording in the development conference room. And, you know, it seemed like a really good idea. It seemed like a small room with a drop ceiling and had carpet, but we were on this big hard table. There was an empty bookshelf next to us. The walls were like concrete cinder block and like it wasn't good. So we actually had to scrap like our first couple. I mean, we've total, we've probably scrapped three whole episodes, but we had two at the beginning, one in particular where the sound, like the sound quality was so bad and I just couldn't figure out how to fix it. And I almost gave up. I just felt like, what have I done? Like I bought all this great equipment. I did all this research. What is going wrong? So um, I figured out we needed to record separate tracks. That was really helpful. Um, I was recording everything just like pre-mixed together and it was like all echoey and all the mics were picking each other's sound up. And and then the first one we did that sounded really good was in that room, but we were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to just like pad this room like crazy. So we hung sheets over the bookshelf we put like multiple tablecloths on the table, set everybody up as far apart as possible. And we <laughs> literally had two like rolled up sleeping bags sitting in the middle of the table in between us. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love how you just DIY'd and just made it sound good because conference rooms usually, yeah, they sound like garbage. Yeah. So good for you. That's awesome. So tell me about the equipment you're using. So the equipment I'm using, I use sure brand cardioid vocal mics and i could get you the like the model number if you need it but they were a recommendation from my friend mike who does twin cities podcast he started had started from scratch like me just like doing a lot of research on the internet and he had found this recommendation for these mics and they're not that expensive i think they were a little over a hundred dollars each on amazon and they're they're vocal mics for singing so they're cardioid like mics and they really only like pick up what's right in front of them so they sound awesome and i'm super pleased with them i have just really cheap pop filters and really cheap mic stands i sort of had like a shoestring to medium budget that i had finagled for myself i had like 800 dollars to spend so like i i spent most of it on the mics and on the like recorder and the mixer so i have a zoom 6 recorder so it's portable, um, but also really solid. And you can plug four mics into it. And it also has its own mics that it comes with. So if you want to do like a group interview where everybody's recorded on the same mic and has sort of like, like if you want to pick up some of the ambient sound, like birds singing or kids in the background, like it's got those options too. But I record straight onto an SD card instead of going into my computer. Um, that just, I don't know, it just works out for me. I don't, I honestly don't know, like that recorder has so many settings and so much cool stuff it does that I don't understand, <laughs> but I know how to plug in those mics and I, you know, I just pay attention to levels and, and try to keep everybody really close to the mics. Cause then we sound like we're awesome. Like we sound like we're on NPR, but if you get three inches away from those mics, all of a sudden it all gets lost. So yeah. we did some mic technique work and yeah. 
That's amazing. So yeah, I think you're talking about the Shure SM58 mics and yes. then you plug those into cable. They have cables. You just plug it right into the Zoom H6 digital recorder. I yes. have that one as well. And I really like that one. Yeah. And you guys all have like little stands for the mics, presumably. Yep. Yeah. They were like $6 stands and, and just, and we have pop filters so that our P's and B's don't poof on us. The plosives, the popping peas. The plosives, yep. Um, <laughs> Tell me more about the mic technique. What did you guys learn? So you have to be really close to the mic, like right up in its business. So I position the pop filters so they're just like, you know, like a quarter inch away from the front of the mic. And then you just got to be up close and personal. So you have to get used to that because it makes it really hard to like gesture with your hands and all that kind of stuff, but just like sitting at the front of your chair, getting right up in that mic and you can hear it. Like if you've got monitoring headphones on, you can hear exactly when, when you sort of lose that closeness and that quality. And it can be hard with a guest, especially because they want to like sit back and laugh and they're bumping everything and it's all making noises. So just uh, like when we have a guest, we, I, Hannah and I do like a little tutorial with them if they've never um, done any sort of mic work. Yeah, but just like being as close as possible is the key to great sound. And also, well, so you mentioned that I, I record in my basement now. We don't record in that conference room anymore, but I just happen to have a finished basement that's like has a really low ceiling. So it has a low drop ceiling and fluffy carpet. There's like a big couch down here. There's just a lot of poofy things around to dampen the sound and it turns out to be like a perfect recording studio so we all sit around i have a card table that i put a tablecloth on and it's just a square table we're actually not very far apart from each other but it ends up since those mics just pick up what's in front of them it ends up working out really well and i pay a lot of attention to where our cables are that's a big thing like like the mic cables if they're crossed that can affect the sound so I have everything draped really strategically around corners of the table. Everybody's got monitoring headphones on except for Hannah because it freaks her out to hear her voice. <laughs> so she doesn't wear them. But I just sort of pay attention to everything. Yeah, those headphones will help prevent people from straying from the microphone. So that's really helpful. Yeah. Where is every, so your, your audio quality is fantastic. The way you record it in that room, I edit for other people and they've had, they've really struggled with in-person recordings and they tend to bleed into each other's tracks, but not you guys. So tell me where everybody's positioned at the table. We're all just on a side. So it's it's a square table. It's just a standard card table. And everyone's in the middle of a side. And I just put the I put the mic stands right up to the edge and and have the recorder in the middle sort of in front of me. And and then I drape the cables over the corners and run them under the stands so nobody's touching them. And we all put our phones on airplane mode because you can get kind of a little wah wah like interruption if phones are too close to the cables or too close to the mics. Um, and yeah, I mean, we all just sit around the table, literally, like we just have, we each have a side usually because I have four setups um, and we usually have, we usually have three of us, but sometimes we have four. 
Okay, so now you know how to record a quality sounding podcast in person. For a list of the equipment that ITEL uses, you can check out the show notes at sarahmicatel.com. And again, if you want to support this podcast by checking out Squadcast, you can check out my affiliate link at sarahmicatel.com slash Squadcast. Thank you for listening to Podcasting Step by Step. You are now one step closer to launching that podcast you've been dreaming about but I want to get you even closer. I created a free guidebook for you with actionable worksheets called Eight Mistakes New Podcasters Make and How to Fix Them. To find that, head on over to sarahmicatel.com slash fix. Hey, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to my blog on Substack for more content on how to thrive through better communication, stoicism, and global exploration. That is right. Blogging is cool again over on the Substack platform. There you can chat with me in the comments, and I have plenty of bonuses for paid subscribers, or you can just read for free. So click the link in the episode notes to access the Substack Live Without Borders.